All right, everyone. Welcome back to the Baseball Offseason Podcast. I'm your host, JT Miller. Look, I know we all love the wintertime. We love the holidays. We love Christmas. But I certainly miss baseball. We're firmly into the offseason now. And given the current state of baseball, with the collective bargaining agreement lockout between Major League Baseball and the players, I'm missing it a little more than usual. Normally, there'd be free agent signings around this time. There'd be a lot of buzz, a lot of hopefulness for the next season, but there's absolutely nothing right now. It's very unfortunate, and for baseball fans like myself, this is a pretty uh, bland time of the year. Given that, I thought it'd be fun today to go through a soundscape, just reminding us what it's like to be back at the ballpark. Thanks, guys. I hope you enjoy. Alright everybody, welcome back to episode 2 of the Baseball Offseason Podcast. Today I'm joined by a very special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Alec Elgis. I uh, play baseball at Webster with JT. And uh, I'm on episode 2. Yeah, he's made it big time, officially. I have, I really have. He's my fellow uh, Colorado boy. Living the dream out here in St. Louis, playing for the Gorlocks. You know the vibes. Yeah. So Alec, we're firmly into the... uh, and it'll be off season now. What are your thoughts so far on kind of what's gone down? Well, you know, that last week before the lockout was just kind of crazy. Everyone signed in. It makes sense. Everyone, everyone wants a team before the lockout. Makes a lot of sense. I would want a team too. However, I'm not that good, so I uh, yeah can't can't hope for that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, you know, I, a lot of signings on the same day. You know, I think uh, the Mets are going to make a big... Mets already made a couple big moves. So what do you think has been the biggest offseason signing so far? I mean, there have been a lot of big-name players getting some big money. You know, probably Scherzer to the Mets, $43 million a year. Like, that's that's chum change, obviously, but, like... <laughs> now, Alec, you, uh, you're a noted Cubs fan, which, first of all, sorry about that. Yeah, it's been tough. What do you think the Cubs need to do this offseason to either prepare to be competitive in 2022 or to, you know, rebuild and prepare to compete in the future? Well, you know, they're definitely a rebuilding team. It 
started last season, you know, when they traded all of their players, literally all of them. Now we got a bunch of 38-year-old scrubs who were minor leaguers their whole life, and yeah, now they're getting their chance to play, but, I mean, they're just fillers. Uh, you know, they got some good guys from that, but, you know, um, they're all really young. So this should be an interesting next couple of years for the Cubs. I think it'll really tell um, just how they're going to be, if they're really going to be a good team or if they're just going to be good for a year or two. So the biggest story in baseball this offseason so far has been the collective bargaining agreement negotiations, which unfortunately ended with a lockout between Major League Baseball and the Players Union uh, last week on Wednesday. What are your thoughts on this, Alec? I know this could potentially have some really big impacts on the 2022 season and going forward. Well, you know, baseball was just starting to put its name back on the map again. You know, everybody thought football, basketball, those are your main sports. But uh, I think baseball really creeped into the picture 2020-2021. And with having what looks like it's going to be another shortened season in 2022, looks like it's going to really detriment the game. You know, like we saw, was it 20 million people watching games? Like, it was like the most that they had ever seen watching games. Right? World Series Game 1 had the best ratings for a World Series in the past, like, five years or something like that. Yeah, and so Rob Manfred should have built on that and, hey, like, let's play more, like, let's go abroad more this year. Like, let's really grow the game. Instead, he's like, you know, like, he's just being a baby about it. Like, he just needs to figure it out so that baseball is back on the map again, where it was, you know, 20, 30 years ago. All right, now we're on to a uh, special segment this week. As we mentioned earlier, there have been a few big-name free agent signings this offseason. But uh, right as the lockout hit, there's still a lot of really good players on the market. So today we're going to go through 10 of the top players still on the market. We're going to talk about, you know, what kind of tools these players have and where we think they're going to end up. So first on the list is a Japanese outfielder, Seiya Suzuki. He played for the Hiroshima Carps last season. And he hit 317, had a 317 batting average, and hit 38 home runs. It's hard to imagine that a lot of teams wouldn't want a guy like this, but, you know, would they want to take the chance on a guy who hasn't played in Major League Baseball? Yeah, you know, I think that uh, that he's definitely coming over to the States. I think he's going to go to Seattle, really. Really? I do, because think about it. Like... Ichiro. No, name like one good Seattle outfielder. Sorry, name one Seattle Mariner. Mitch Hanniger. Ah, there we go. All right, you got one. I like Mitch Hanniger. Hashtag uh, free the Mariners out there. Go follow me on uh, Twitter. Retweet that. Didn't the Mariners get someone solid this offseason? If they did, I don't remember. Like that That's how irrelevant of a team they are. I'd love to see the Mariners good though. Like, yeah, that I feel would like be nice. That'd be yeah. a that'd be a fun, yeah. fun team to root yeah. for. Put them in Vegas, you know. That would be nice. That would be something. Keep Oakland in Oakland. Put the Mariners in Vegas. I mean, I'm just that's saying. that's definitely a I'm thought. I'm just saying. Next up, we have a uh, former Chicago Cub, Kyle Schwarber. You know, I think he's gonna be a White Sox. A White Sox. Wow. I could see that being a fit, you know? Yeah, yeah. I could see it being a fit for sure. Yeah. I don't know who that, like, DH sort of guy is for the White Sox right now. Maybe but Jose Abreu, maybe, if he's not healthy. Jose Abreu is their first baseman. I right? know, but if he's not healthy, 
I mean, Schwarber was Schwarber was atrocious at first base. He was. He, he was. He had a rough time. Just like Ron Washington said, anyone can play first base. I would be playing first base if that was true, but yeah, unfortunately, I'd, I cannot. I'd still be hitting if that was true. <laughs> Next up, we have left-handed pitcher, former, or I guess Chicago White Sox last season, Carlos Rodon. He threw a no-hitter last year. Was literally one pitch away from a perfect game, which was yeah, shameful. But. He doesn't throw enough strikes, though, so I don't think I don't think the White Sox are going to want him back. You really don't think they're going to want to build on their rotation? Well, they got Giolito. They they should have went out and got a Strowman. Really, they should have. Strowman would have been a nice piece for that rotation, I think sure. Strowman gets dealt at the uh, deadline. Really? I think he does. You know, I'm trying to think. Oakland? I don't know. The A's are going to be rebuilding this season. They're they kind of, yeah, they kind of sold off their team a little bit. Or I guess not sold off their like, team, but a lot of their free agents got away from them. Maybe he's going to San Diego. That's that's an option. Let's get hashtag Rodon to San Diego going on Twitter. Oh, please do. And free the Mariners. And free the Mariners. This one's going to hurt a little bit of Alec. First baseman Anthony Rizzo. You think he's going to re-sign with the Yankees? Perhaps make his way back to Wrigleyville. You know, I don't think he's coming back to Wrigleyville, unfortunately. Uh, the sad part is, I could see him in a Los Angeles Dodgers uniform. That would kill me. I mean, think about it, though. It's a typical Dodgers sign right there. A beloved player who instantly becomes... Hated. Hated because, because, he he's a, because he's a Dodger. He's, yeah, just, and hate the Dodgers. Speaking of the Dodgers, next up we have left-handed pitcher, future Hall of Famer, Clayton Kershaw. You know, he's the only Dodger you can't hate. Yeah. You love Clayton. Yeah, Kershaw's special. Uh, Clayton definitely stays in, in Dodger blue. That's just a fact. I got a raging clue about that one. Yeah, I could definitely see that happening. I could see him going to maybe Rangers, too. Isn't he maybe, from Texas? He is from Texas. He's from Dallas. Yeah. Maybe a short deal there. See how that works out. I just, I don't see him leaving. I don't see him leaving. Yeah, it seems like a Dodger for life, honestly. Next up we have outfielder Nicholas Castellanos. I'm a firm believer. The Rockies are going to, Colorado Rockies are going to make a run for it. And they're getting Nicholas Castellanos. No, if they're making a run for an outfielder, it's the uh, Japanese guy. You really think so? I do. They're in actual negotiations with that guy i'm um, that i saw it i saw it on mlb now really i did yeah now will that happen probably no, not because like not. who would want to go to denver not me that's for sure yeah i live in denver yep. um honestly i think nick castiano stays a red he is like he kind of built like the uh the mojo that the Reds have going right now. Kind of, he's a bash brother in Cincinnati, and people just like that. He is. He is. Next up, we have first baseman Freddie Freeman, new uh, World Series champ. Freddie Freeman, that is. It's hard to see him not resign with the Braves. I, yeah, but I don't know if he will. And I, the only reason I say this is the Braves don't really seem that interested in him. You, you don't think so? I mean, like. Have you heard of, like, any offers? Any good offers? Like, because he should be paid a lot of money. I heard they offered him, but they kind of lowballed him. See? And he turned it down. Yeah. He deserves a bigger deal, but... See, so I'm thinking he becomes a Ranger. <laughs> wow. 
that would be bold. I'm not saying I wouldn't like to see that happen, but you know, that would be bold. All right, another one that's gonna kill Alec. Third baseman slash outfielder, former Chicago Cub, Bruce Bryant. Chris Bryant. I I really couldn't tell you. Maybe the Giants, but I really don't see that. Rockies? No shot he's going to the Rockies. Uh, I could see him going north of the border. To Toronto? To Toronto. Wow. Maybe a Marlin? Oh, man. (laughs) That would be atrocious. All right, Alec. Shortstop Trevor Story. You know, I don't really like Trevor Story. This I mean, is a, it's just something about you and belief. it's something about you and Rocky shortstops who Dude, everyone was loved. not that good. He was. No, he was. He was. He was. Sorry, I got a little uh, got a little angry there. I uh, think that you know Trevor Story had a rough year last year because he's not good. Because he's he, he's very good actually. No, he's not. He had one good year. His literally year. a top three shortstop in the game. That's a bold statement. I think I could see him re-signing with the Rockies, honestly. No. I could. No, 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 no. He's not going to re-sign with the Rockies. He's going Tampa. You think they'd play him over Wander? Or Wander at second. Joey Wendell at third. You know. Joey at first. They traded Joey Wendell. <laughs> and there's the bleep from the day. And uh, last but least, Carlos Correa. You no, know, I just hope he retires. Yeah, I'm not a big Carlos Correa guy Honestly, either. Honestly, like, I, I just don't care what team he goes to. Just hopefully an irrelevant. The Diamondbacks. I have a... You know what? d Nation. There's your shortstop right now. I have a sickening feeling that Carlos Correa is going to be a Los Angeles Dodger. You know, he kind of seems like a Yankee. Just a scumbag player. Just a scumbag. Scumbag player. Just a scumbag. Yeah, you know, I could definitely see that. Yeah, like, tell me I'm wrong. Like, no. I would definitely fit him. Never been wrong. Alec, you got anything else? I think this seems like a pretty good place to wrap it up right there. Yeah, you know, nice little uh, nice little outro right now would be nice. Yeah. Well, guys, thanks for giving us a listen this week. We'll be back next week with episode three. Alec, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for coming on today. It's always a blast talking about baseball. Appreciate it. All right, guys, thanks for listening. See you later. Hello everybody, my name is JT Miller, and my podcast will be about the Major League Baseball offseason. First, I'd like to give you a little bit of background about myself. I'm a sophomore here at Webster University, I'm a pitcher on the baseball team, and I've been playing baseball for most of my life. I would go as far as to say that baseball is probably the biggest thing going on in my life at the moment. I'm from Aurora, Colorado. And I'm a big fan of the Colorado Rockies, who are the Major League Baseball team out there in Colorado. And uh, my whole life is baseball, pretty much. That includes playing it and following along with Major League Baseball. As most of you probably know, the Major League Baseball season ended in at the end of October with the World Series. And now we are into the offseason. The offseason is full of free agent signings, trades, everything you can imagine. This offseason is going to be a little different, however, 
the collective bargaining agreement, which is an agreement between the Major League Baseball players and Major League Baseball itself, is set to expire. There are a lot of possible outcomes that could come from this, and it could possibly lead to a lockout, which would prevent the start of the Major League Baseball season in 2022. This is certainly going to be a hot topic in the Major League Baseball offseason. In addition to teams trying to sign players before that CBA expires, and uh, it's going to be really interesting to see what all comes out of that. I'm really passionate about baseball, as you can probably tell, and uh, I thought this would be a really fun idea to do a podcast on. There are a lot of baseball podcasts that I listen to, and I've always thought that it would be fun to get into that sort of work, you know, just get on a microphone and talking about something you love. That's all I got for you guys. Thank you.